0: Hi, welcome back to Franklin Covey's On Leadership series. My name is Scott Miller, and I serve as your weekly host and interviewer. Now, if you've been a subscriber to this weekly newsletter, you know that on most weeks we have a guest joining us, either here live in the studio with me or up on the video screen, typically someone who's a best-selling author, a captain of industry, some otherwise very smart expert on the topic of leadership development. And I've learned a a tremendous amount from them across the last nearly eight months of broadcasting this program. And then about every four or five weeks, the production crew, the team behind the cameras, invites me to join you and share what we call Scott's thoughts. Something that I have learned through my own career success, or more likely failure, from all these books that I've had a privilege of reading, some of the successes that I've seen other people experience in their career, and share them direct to camera with you. And today is just that such day. Today, we're going to discuss the theme of reinventing yourself. Now, reinventing yourself isn't a new idea, right? Lots of books written by it. Branding yourself has been a you know, decades old concept. But a couple of weeks ago, something happened to me that really got me thinking about it more deliberately. A colleague of mine inside Franklin Covey, someone I'm very friend with, friendly with, have high trust with, but almost never work with, sent me an unsolicited email. I hadn't gotten an email from this person in, gosh, probably five or six years. And this person just paid me a compliment and said, you know, Scott, as I've watched your career, it's remarkable how many times you've reinvented yourself. New jobs, new skills, and I think it's been both a benefit to the company, but also to your own sort of staying power. And that was it. And I'd have to tell you, I've probably read it a dozen times. Now, I don't get a lot of probably complimentary emails, right? Thousands (laughs) of vitriol, but the ones that are positive... I really remember, and I've thought, gosh, you know what? He was right, and I say that with all humility. I have very deliberately reinvented myself in this company over the last 23 years. It wasn't by accident. I came in the firm in 1996 as a frontline salesperson selling our leadership solutions to K-12 schools and universities. Did that for just shy of three years, Went to the UK for almost a year, helped them with some of their leadership integration, working with partners and licensees and facilitators. Came back as the leader of the education division, now as a sales leader. And then after that, for about a year, I went to Chicago and became the managing director of about a 15 state region in Chicago, at the time, one of the largest regions in the world for Franklin Covey. Spent about six years doing that as a sales leader, came back to the corporate headquarters here in Salt Lake, and for about three years ran a very specific business channel. Hardly any employees, maybe three or four, a very small business unit, and then moved from that business channel to becoming, at the time, the company's first ever chief marketing officer. Did that for just shy of about seven years, and then recently transitioned out of that day-to-day role and moved in to become the leader of our new thought leadership division. Interviews like this co-authoring articles and books. As you probably know, I host a radio program now on iHeartRadio, and those aren't all going well, some of them going better than others, but each time I have deliberately tried, about every three years, to rebrand myself, learn a new skill, not get old and tired, move out before I'm kicked out, kind of always stay ahead of the boot, so to speak. I think it served me very well. Now, this is, again, I said not a new concept, But I'd ask yourself, you know, how frequently are you deliberately reinventing yourself? Now, I mentioned I'm doing a lot of things. I'm going to kind of rattle some of them off, not because I'm great at them, but because increasingly as sort of a generalist in business, I'm required to have a broad skill set. I'm not a UX designer. I'm not a urologist. I'm not an accountant. I don't have those very specific, definable skills. But, you know, I have to do a lot of things as a business unit leader. I have to be able to understand how to read a p and l calculate cost of goods and gross margin and EBITDA. I have to be able to hire and fire people and have high courage, very sensitive coaching conversations in the middle. I have to be able to write and edit. Those are different skills, right? I mean, writing LinkedIn articles and writing press releases is very different than editing, which I also have to do. I have to be able to sell ideas and launch products and create, you know, nothing into something. I have to be able to speak to 10 people and 100 people and 1,000 people for 20 minutes and 90 minutes and for three days. I have to know our content. I have to have some, you know, prowess on how do you work with publishers and editors and agents. I do not mean for that to be a brag at all. Quite frankly, I'm about a C plus, I think, on most of those things. I have to have some interviewing skills. And if you were joining our first program seven months ago and the program now, hopefully you've seen a little bit of improvement. Most of the emails have been more critical than they have been complimentary. And now that I'm hosting this radio program, it's a whole new art. I had no idea how to be a radio host. I'd never even called into the radio, let alone hosting a radio program. But I think as you reinvent yourself, you're super vulnerable. You have to be. You have to be able to take all the feedback, good and bad, mostly bad and critical, probably well intended. Some of it could probably come across a little softer, but you have to be open to constant feedback, kind of have your eye on the prize. The prize is, how am I burnishing my skills so that a year from now, two years from now, as changes come in the organization, in the economy, that I don't blame anybody for my circumstance not the Congress, not the President, not the budget, or the CEO, or my boss. That you're responsible for constantly reinventing and reinvigorating your own skill set so that you are in charge of your future. I think this advice doesn't just relate to your own career. I think it also has great resonance in your own personal life. Are you predictable in your role as father, as husband, as mother, as parent, as child to your older parents? Do you need to reinvent the type of spouse you are? The type of committee member you are? Does everybody know what to expect out of you? In some ways, predictability is a really good asset. And in some ways, I think people might also wonder, gosh, could Scott just come at the problem a little bit differently this time? Do I know what Scott's going to say before Scott says it? Think about the power of reinventing yourself, not just in the workplace with your career, but also in your personal life. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining On Leadership. We hope you come back next week where we have another great interview here live in the studio. If you're not subscribing to On Leadership, we'd love you to join what is now the largest followed leadership newsletter in the world dedicated to this topic of leadership development. Visit franklincovey.com, click on the On Leadership button, and we'll email to you complimentary every Tuesday, this newsletter. It, creates, it includes this video interview of me, typically interviewing some celebrity or thought leader guest, both inside and outside the company, one of Franklin Covey's tools drawn from our 30-plus leadership solutions, and typically a blog article written by me calling out a key insight in that interview. It's a great way for your team to have you know, real-time access to some of the best thought leadership in the world. It's also available in podcast format on every podcast provider.